Welcome back to the Freedom to be Happy podcast brought to you by happiness.me. I'm your host Supriti. Does any sort of sickness or disability necessarily become the cause of unhappiness? Absolutely not. It is about losing hope and being defeated by the illness that makes us unhappy. We feel sorry for disabled people because we imagine it must be miserable to be disabled. But in fact, we are wrong. Surveys reveal people with disabilities consistently report a high happiness quotient or sometimes even better than that of non-disabled people efforts to increase neurodiversity can enhance the workplace in many ways and today we have a guest with us who is a certified sensory integration therapist from the University of Southern California USA she is truly a champion in this subject who takes concrete action to bring about change in people's mindsets towards neurodiversity and disability please welcome dr isha soni center head and senior occupational therapist at lexicon rainbow school and child development center thank you dr soni for joining us today thank you sukriti my pleasure so to begin with uh, you know one question and this episode is probably the most unique episode till now what we've done so far in freedom to be happy and the first question that i think is very relevant to ask is how can an organization create a better work environment for all by embracing neurodiversity and disability okay so um, this is a very broad question and uh, first i would like to begin with disability so you know when an organization is looking at hiring uh, people who uh, have uh, special needs or challenges we need to keep in mind that you know there are two types of disability one is okay. that is uh, visible one is that is really evident and the other one is the invisible one so you know it may be some uh, cognitive um, challenges or uh, even mental health challenges so uh, and these two are more common than physical disabilities if i have to say so um you know uh, like there is so much of stress day to day stress and then sometimes it takes a toll on your mental health so um especially after pandemic people uh, some people are going through post traumatic stress uh, disorder because you know their um uh, half of the family or uh, you know they have lost their near or dear ones and uh, with some you know it it is causing them anxiety and you know things like that so when an organization is looking at making their place or embracing neurodiversity uh these are the two things th- which they need to keep in mind and uh it's not just you know about hiring people and having that uh, you know the quota fulfilled but then mm. how are we making those people more valued seen and appreciated to what they are bringing at the table so you know right. uh what are the skills uh that so we, what we are trying to look and what i'm trying to tell organizations is look at what they have to offer look at their positives and their accomplishments and you know let 
just keep the challenges aside because i believe even they are a very important part of a community and even they need to contribute to us as a society in the form of professional workspace if i have to say so uh, definitely uh, first of all we should create an organization should create certain employee resource groups so you know but just by hiring people that's not where an organization's duty is over but then how to make them feel better how to make them feel understood and if there are any challenges in the workplace then you know how is the organization going to accommodate them so you know in terms of physical uh, disability if i have to say you know then uh, uh, you know certain ergonomical changes have to be done in terms of access to the office in terms of seating in terms of chair in terms of washrooms so these things are actually now quite commonly practiced but then if we have to talk about certain things like you know they tend to get stressed very soon or if they have certain panic attacks and things like that so then you know if uh, certain groups could be done or uh, you know any mindfulness um, support groups they could run i mean these days all these organizations they have so much of tie ups with you know certain fitness uh, circles in community so you know if they can offer that to their employees that okay you know this is the space where you can go and this can um, help you or even having an in house psychologist for that matter because you know the most important thing for someone is to be heard like you yeah. know they at least need one listening ear you know where they can just come and talk without the fear of being judged which yeah. uh, and that's the reason people don't really open up to their families or even for that matter to their spouse so um, having an in-house psychologist is something which is really really important so uh, i think these are the quick facts which uh, i would like to say for an organization and also um, you know as a director ceo or a team leader uh, one is not always well versed with the different types of disabilities that are there so i think one must hire an expert also in the company in the organization so that that expert can understand what kind of challenges the employees are facing and can have relevant solutions and you know better outcome and efficient uh, uh, work space available for the employees so i think these are my uh, quick um, strategies for an organization which can lead and embrace neurodiversity i think these are very practical and wonderful uh, points that you have shared uh, dr i i totally agree and i also feel you know post the pandemic uh, you know now that uh, things are changing organizations are also viewing that you know remote or hybrid working models you know they are actually a, an opportunity to tap into talent that can be employed from anywhere and can deliver remotely as well i personally yeah. think there's a huge role of technology there you know Uh, right. I want to know from you that what are your thoughts on it? Uh, you know, in terms of making a diverse work environment led by technology. Right. So I would just like to you know cite an example over here that uh, I have one client. So like basically, I'm a pediatric therapist. So um, the child comes to me for therapy, but his father met with an accident, and you know he's in a lead role. so um had this uh, you know hybrid works uh, working option not been available 
he would have to take bed rest for 45 days as suggested by his doctor because he had got few injuries but because of the technology he is able to you know still continue working because he is otherwise stable he had certain rib fracture and some injuries on his legs and uh, but that didn't stop him from working so you know although this um, limited uh, you know restriction to his movement was uh, very very temporary but still you know it didn't stop him from working so right. um also in terms of certain permanent disabilities like you know some people if they have uh, face paralysis due to brain tumor or something uh, you know then they are uh, kind of restricted to a wheelchair but then because now we have this hybrid work culture where few days they can work from home and few days they can go to office i think um, technology uh, you know having all kind of uh, various uh, video meeting platforms i think that really helps even for uh, someone who's visually impaired there are a lot of you know braille keyboards and such assistive wonderful assistive technologies that have come in place that it makes the entire workspace uh, more accepting for towards the neurodiverse people fantastic like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store and you know then there is no limitation uh, yes. you know, in terms of uh, you know i really think giving it a chance and giving it you know a thought in itself is really empowering uh, you know i'm really impressed with your journey and uh, we would really want to understand how did you start your journey in terms of when did you decide you want to work in this space and tell us uh, a little more about your profound mission towards uh, you know creating wonderful workspaces in terms of diversity right so i think uh, as far as my memory goes back to my childhood um, i i was a person you know who used to be moved by very uh, you know small things also so even if i would see like a puppy who's uh, injured or something so you know i would get very moved by it and uh, i was very helpful in nature then back then also as a small child so i definitely knew that you know i want to do something such that i can make impact on lives and you know i can um, help people and the impact should be like a kind of permanent which can actually be life changing for them and when i started my medical course uh, i was uh, i you know i started uh, having more inclination towards children because you know children are first of all like you know they are like angels uh, sent from god and uh, it is uh, like you know Uh, their brains are neuroplastic so you know they have this ability to form new pathways and every child is different so every child that we see even with the same diagnosis has a very different presentation compared to adults so had i been a therapist in orthopedic you know it would be very mundane for me to just you know follow week 1 week 2 week 3 protocols after certain surgeries like knee replacement or hip replacement versus working on the brains of children which i do now so right. um, definitely like you know the 
work satisfaction is way more being a pediatric therapist than uh, you know being an adult therapist so that is something which really drove me here and then uh, as i started seeing that wow you know early intervention really makes wonders in a child's life like you know so a child who has difficulty walking but by after therapy the child starts walking or after therapy the child starts talking that expressive language develops in the child it is beautiful to see that you know joy in the uh, eyes of the parents and you know um, it's it's just beautiful because today even i am a parent and i know like you know the child is the most precious thing to any parent so wow. i think that's where it uh, all began so beautiful it has been a pleasure talking to you dr isha and uh, at happiness.me we wish you all the very best but we are not letting you, you go without uh, our fun part of the uh, you know show and a lot of people enjoy this part where we get to ask uh, five top quick questions from you and you get to you, you won't have okay. too much time to answer it so you have to like quickly answer it so are you ready sure sure okay so you you don't have to think too much about it you have to quickly give the answer yes, okay yes. sure all right yeah so this is almost like coffee with karan but just it's just without the hamper <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right so uh tell us a quote uh, or a saying that you remind yourself especially on rainy days uh i would say there are no rainbows without a rain so like you know you don't get to see beautiful colors unless you have to you know struggle for something that's that's your go to quote fantastic yes okay. yes okay uh, doctor tell me a superpower you would want to attain in order to accomplish your mission okay so uh, i really have like a long wait list of uh, you know children seeking my therapy appointments and i wish i could have like multiple clones of myself so that i can address to maximum children as much as possible so that's like one superpower if i i wish i can have how beautiful i think what a beautiful heart you have uh okay a book that you recently read or a book that changed your life well i have been following the secret by ronda brine um i think over 15 years now um i was in college when i started reading that book i was pursuing my medical degree that time and i truly believe it and now it just comes to me as second nature ask believe and receive so i think that's uh, one book that i really follow fantastic amazing all right give us a quick tip to all the all the hr people who are right now listening to this podcast that what do they do uh, you know when they are interviewing a neurodiverse candidate what should they keep in their mind well they should learn to look at the positive and i would like to even tell a quote over here that when a flower doesn't grow we don't mm. fix the flower but we change the environment for it to grow and nourish yeah very true so we need to create yeah. that environment yes absolutely very true very true very difficult to apply uh, but that's yes. the only way isn't it that is the only way yes very yes. true all right tell us uh, dr isha what does happiness mean to you i know you just told us that you're also a mother so yes. your child will definitely be part of your happiness but tell us as Absolutely. a human being what is what is the definition of happiness to you 
Uh, well, happiness for me it means it truly means you know the children I work with, and I call all of them my children. So you know, the warm hug that they come, they come running to me even if they have you know the certain limitations. They are not talking, but you know their eyes say it all. So I, I that really gives me happiness that you know okay like you know I still mean something uh, to this child even though he or she is not able to express it but just that warm hug or the way they come running to me that gives me happiness and you know it makes my day so wonderful truly truly let's uh, really take back from this episode and really build our workplaces uh, you know in a beautiful way that Dr Isha is working towards. And if you have any questions, probably you can write to us, and maybe uh, we can forward it to Dr. Isha, and Dr. Isha can, you know, maybe Dr. Isha can come again and uh, you know, address it if if our uh, you know audience needs any clarity on this subject. It has been uh, so amazing talking to you. In fact, I have learned so much speaking with you. So much clarity I have got uh, on this subject. I wish we can go on and on. Uh, but thank you once again. uh we have we are all feeling very enlightened at happiness.me and we wish you all the very best thank you so much it is my, my pleasure sukriti that you know we can spread awareness about this topic i'm so so thankful that you know happiness uh, has taken this forward the platform has taken this forward a very uh, unique but a very important topic yes and i think people are not willing to address it but it is uh, it is really an important subject to speak about and to really take concrete action towards it so yes. thank you once again freedom to be happy by happiness.me is available on all leading podcast directories until the next episode please take care be safe and remember you have the freedom to be happy